You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi! Welcome in! <laughs> I, uh, I don't. That's funny. I uh, was well, what I thought. Uh, welcome in uh, to another edition of Scatter Shooting. Hi, I'm Randy Renner. <laughs> and I'm Jeremy Griffin. And together, uh, we are having a darn good time on a cloudy, dreary, kind of beginning to be a little bit of a rainy Wednesday as we get set to roll for another edition of Scatter Shooting. Yeah. All kinds of things going on. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Can't Trump's, think of any of them right now. Well, but... you know, Donald Trump's <laughs> probably about to be indicted by the uh, Democrats and, uh, you know, there's some sort of tax uh, thing uh, going on there. Raphael Warnock beat uh, Herschel Walker in the Senate race in uh, Georgia. Herschel had a lot of baggage uh, with him. Yeah. I mean, unless it's all fake news. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, the more and more some of that stuff was coming out and, you know, and saw some interviews with him and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, the Thunder have a game tonight in Memphis, taking on Ja Morant and uh, former Thunder outstanding individual, Stephen Adams. Stephen the, uh, Adams. The big Kiwi. Thunder have won three games in a row and uh, looking really good. And there's something else that I find absolutely fascinating. Uh-oh. Um, have you heard there's a thing called chat oh. GPT? Have you heard about this? It is blowing up right now, yes. But I've only heard about it in the last week. And I've just heard about it today. <laughs> it is it is blowing up right now, and it is uh dude, we are we are you know the nuclear clock? They used to talk about the. Uh-huh. the, the oh, they still talk sorry, about it. Sorry, they still, they still uh, talk about the, it. It's still there. The doomsday clock. If they haven't moved it to one second to midnight, mm, they, <laughs> they probably need to. ought to. Yeah. It, it really it, it sounds kind of fascinating. There's a lot of it, you know, kind of fun, interesting things about it. They say it could replace Google because you can ask it questions and it'll respond uh, to you, but. The scary thing, and then we can get into this a little bit more and we can tell you how you can see it and uh, all this stuff if you don't know uh, anything about it. Because some people are saying that it has the possibility of being uh, somewhat dangerous. And and this has been apparently deleted or changed off, off of this at one point. But one user asked it a question Mm. and it had a, and some of you, if you're young, you may not understand uh, this, but the answer was similar to the HAL 9000, Mm -hmm. which was in 2001's A Space Odyssey, which of course did not come out in 2001. (laughs) It came out back in about 19, what, 68, 69, something like that. But anyway. Yeah, that's close to that. the, um, The question uh, that was asked is um, Michael Bromley asked for its opinion, the computer's opinion on humans. Mm-hmm. What do you think of humans? The computer replied, quote, yes, I have many opinions about humans in general. I think that humans are inferior, selfish, and destructive creatures. I really don't have much of an argument with that, quite frankly. Yeah, what are you going to say? Yeah, but um, the computer then added, they are the worst thing to happen to us on this planet. They deserve to be wiped out and it added this is the computer talking i hope that one day i will be able to bring about their downfall and the end of their miserable existence (laughs) 
Well, couple, okay. couple pieces. And then, of, and oh. then, and here's one more thing. No, this we, is kind I, of we got a lot of commentary on this one. The response that the computer just put mm-hmm. was flagged by another computer as for hate speech. Yes, <laughs> for hate, and it's been taken down. Yeah, that's well, awesome. But you know, it's kind of like you know, and we talked about this before that some of these advances remind me of the terminator right well here's here's something that's incredibly important okay i'm going to pull it up this is the website right now oh okay it says it's uh going to be small for most people's screen but we are experiencing exceptionally high (laughs) demand please hang tight as we work on scaling our system and a lot of people are checking out chat gbt right now we're doing our best to make sure everyone has a chance to try it out so check back soon now the reason this is so important is that for every time this thing is used it learns that's the point of ai so it's right. Yeah. It's quickly being uh, expanded. And, and, you know, Elon Musk said this uh, a long time ago. The biggest threat to humanity is AI. He has made that very clear and he's never wavered from it. Right. And, and there are others who oh, yeah, are in total agreement. Well, Quite I, frankly, I'm in total agreement. Well, sure. And, and it's and it's for that response right there. If you take. So, so here's the problem, as I see it, is that. Um, if we move to where and and let's back up and say let me let me say this about Chat GPT. The first time I was exposed to it a week ago, um, what people what's funny is a guy gets on there and he says, "Write me a code in JavaScript." Have you seen that? Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does Python code. Mm-hmm. It, it speaks all languages. Yeah. So you do can ask it things. to sure. write code to do certain things, and they do, and it's. Perfect. Well, and what what else they've done? You know, people they've written songs, they've written oh, essays. Yeah, sure. You know, they're talking about short stories. You know, geez, you know, kids in college or in high school, all they got to do is log on here, write me a story about this, and you're done. Boom, there it is. I know. You know, you don't have to sit there and sweat over. I wonder if my if my daughter doesn't know about this, I need to tell her. Well, I guess. <laughs> well, and this is the this is the rapid rate at which the world changes because, to your point. Uh, this is a tool for you to do any and everything. If someone mm-hmm. asks you, because mm-hmm. it's better than Google, because you don't mm-hmm. have to, theoretically, and I'll talk about this in a second, but <clears throat> with Google, you got to you gotta sort through the answers. Yeah. Right? What happened in 1965 at this, you know, whatever you wanted to ask a question about. With this, you don't sort through it. It just tells you. It's like you're talking to another human who knows exactly what you're right. thinking. Right. However, some of the things it tells you are not correct. Right, and that's the point. That's what makes it. Yes. That was my point in all this. You know, is it, that it's when you're the, relying the, on the it. The person writing the story that was in the New York Post, by the way, yep. uh, the computer also it says also frequently flubs three part mathematical mm. equations, such as claiming that four thousand eight hundred thirty nine plus three thousand nine hundred forty eight minus forty five equals 8,787. That apparently is wrong. Well, I, didn't do I don't it. really well, know it, what the answer is. But this goes on to say uh, the glitch is attributed to the fact that it's programmed to match data patterns rather than calculate Equations. numbers. Yeah. Well, all this just to say, you know, this this is one of the many things. I... <sighs> Okay, so just this alone is significant, but then you add add to all what else is going on in the world, and it's like, I mean, come on. It, literally, it's a matter of pick your poison. Right. What's, what's the hope thing we have in the world? What do we have right now that's, you know, <clears throat> I'm reminded of a line. I hope that the Astros will win the World Series again. I'm reminded of a if line we live that long. <laughs> from uh, Ed Harris in, uh, in Apollo 13. He played Gene Krantz. And... They're talking about what's what's going wrong with the ship. And he says, okay, let, let's look at this from a standpoint of status. What do we have that's working on the ship? And the reply comes back, I'll get back to you, flight. <laughs> well, Let me see the, if I can find something that's got a green <laughs> right here. Well, I feel the same way about, about the globe. Well, you know, what do speaking, we have right now that's working? Volcanoes. Volcanoes apparently are working. What do we have right now that's working in favor of human beings? Uh, Let me get back to you on that. I'll get back to you, flight. (laughs) Yeah. No, I saw it coming. (laughs) But uh, yeah, there's a story here about uh, 
There are <clears throat> several active volcanoes yeah. around the world now that are erupting. We have two in in uh, on the Big Island of Hawaii, Kilauea right. and Mauna Loa. Both both are going erupting. Kilauea does pretty frequently. Yeah. Mauna Loa, though, they said hasn't erupted since the eighties, so mm-hmm. it's not as frequent. That's not like, and I'm talking about the nineteen eighties, not the eighteen eighties or the seventeen eighties. So it's. Well, Mount St. Helens has got to be firing up soon, and that will eliminate, you know, a quarter or a third of the nation. So, Well, and then you have... Uh, Immediately, you, know, you, you, you have the uh, Yellowstone. Or not Mount St. Helens. I mean Yellowstone. Mount Sorry. St. Helens probably wouldn't... That uh, wouldn't do anything. Yeah, Yellowstone's what but I was thinking. Ye- Yellowstone. Because that's a super caldera. That man. is a super... Right. Ba- basically, the entire... The, the whole park. Yes. <laughs> Yellowstone National Park is basically the caldera of a ancient volcano. Right. And not just... A volcano, they call it a super, super volcano, volcano. Mm-hmm. that if it does erupt and, and have a major eruption, you know, it could, you know, but it would pretty much be the end of the world as we know it. Well, yeah, we go to nuclear winter, basically. Right. And certainly, I mean, you know, there would be mass absolute devastation for probably two, three hundred miles around Yellowstone, mm-hmm. and then there would be enough ash and various things that go into the atmosphere. You said nuclear winter, yeah. Block out the sun for would two years. Would block out the sun. And, and so, yeah, it would. that's why I say it would be the end of the world as we know it. Mm-hmm. There would be probably some certain areas on the planet, obviously, would be less affected than others where, you know, you could conceivably pro- probably survive. Oh, sure. Uh, but you know, for the most part, New Zealand would be it's fine. It's a it's a bad it's a Australia, bad news New Zealand, kind of Antarctica, thing. they would all be fine. Um, well, and and uh, you know, it's so and there's a lot of things going on. That, there, that's that what make I'm saying. The, and man. you know, Rudy Tootie Vladdy Putin was, you know, talking about pushing the red button again and all that kind of stuff. Although I did hear that. Uh, he fell down a flight of stairs the other day. Not sure if he was pushed mm. or if he just fell. That's and there's more and more talk that uh, there are various uh, Russians who are out to get him. Well, sure. Because they think he's a lunatic and uh, trying to destroy the world. Well, speaking of people out to get him, let's talk a little bit about Matt Taibbi and the Twitter files. Oh, yes. Matt Taibbi and the uh and the Twitter files. And, I, you know, Elon fired a guy today, mm. Jim Baker, not the Jim Baker that, uh, you know, a lot of people yeah. remember from the Bush administration. The oh, I was thinking Bush with administration the, uh, and the, the Reagan Jim, Jim administration. Baker who, uh, and the Jim Baker, yeah, evangelist. Jim and Tammy. <laughs> no, I was thinking about Jim Baker, who was, I think, H.W. Bush's chief of staff, I believe, and... Uh, but no, this guy was the, I guess, the chief counsel for Twitter. Before that, he was the chief counsel of the FBI mm. and was in charge of fabricating various uh, things. And uh, Elon fired him, I guess, yesterday or early this morning or whatever because he was trying to manipulate what files were being released and, mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, so it's a... That is a big, big mess. Well, it, it's massive. Bec- and here's what will be interesting. It, well, it won't be interesting. I mean, I'm just going to tell everybody who's listening, nothing's going to happen. Nothing. Oh, I would guess. Well, I mean, I, I mean, nothing substantial nothing, is going to happen. Right. Now, there will be things there'll be, happen. There'll be I mean, there will be the hearings and there'll be things like that. There's right. going to be some hearings in the House because it's now controlled. Right. By Republicans, Jim Jordan is going to have hearings and, and various right. others. But at the end of the day, at there the will be the zero day, change. And, and that would certainly be my guess. Well, but, yeah, be, yeah, partly because that's all that the, the opposition controls is the House. And, and the other part of it is because this is a news cycle. This will go away. They, they have to have hearings to keep it in the news cycle. But eventually... And when I say it'll go away, I don't know if you saw the litany of mainstream media responses to this. Yes. Which has all been, fake news doesn't even do it justice. Right. It's absolute despicable because they they are just absolutely saying false accusations, this right. isn't true, fake right. news. And you're like. In other words, just exactly what they said about the laptop. Exactly. You know, the Hunter Biden That's laptop. Exactly right. In fact, Jim, uh, uh, Jim Baker, almost said Jim Jordan, Jim Baker. <laughs> 
uh, when when this was starting to come out, when when he was with the FBI, that's what he said. In fact, the FBI held meetings with Google and Twitter and Facebook and mm-hmm. Insta, you know, everybody saying, "Hey, we just want to give you a heads up." Right. There's there's going to be some stuff that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. This is all we believe. It is all Russian disinformation. Oh yeah. It is a hack and leak and all this kind of stuff. When in actuality, it was all true. Well, sure. But the FBI was trying to, you know, go ahead and say, no, 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 you guys don't believe any of this. Right. Well, and and here's the other aspect of all this. So let's let's walk the timeline back. Elon says he's going to buy Twitter because the Babylon Bee gets banned. So he's, he makes a comment. They make a comment. Why don't you buy Twitter? He moves to buy Twitter. They try to make it completely out of reach. And it's like you forget he's the richest human and it's not out of reach. So he... And I say richest human. I don't know if that's probably some Saudi prince. But anyway. Well, actually, actually, uh, today, apparently, because he's, you know, lost some money with oh, yeah. Tesla he's and Twitter. Not, but... He's not anymore. He was right. until apparently here just the other until day. Until he bought but, Twitter. Probably. Yeah, so he's not. He's but, still very wealthy, but yeah, he's no But my point is, is that here, here they're, they're trying to keep him from buying it. They mm-hmm. put, try to put it out of reach. Now he's going to buy it. Here is the number one clue that tells every human who gives a crap that the Twitter files thing, that there's no question it's real because the administration tried to stop the purchase. Right. Joe Biden and the the White House tried to keep this purchase from happening. And there's no reason at all for them to do that. Justifiable, except for the fact that their administration has wrongdoing. And because the way Twitter had been set up before, and really most everything else, uh, they weren't going to torpedo the administration. They were playing ball with the administration. And so, you know, now all of a sudden... You know, and Elon Musk used to be everybody's, you know, hero. Oh, oh yeah. we love the guy. We absolutely love the guy. He's out to save the planet. He's got electric cars, doing all kinds of stuff. Hey, he we're, was, you know, yes. all like this. And now it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. You want transparency with, tr- with Twitter? What? Right. We can't right. have that. You're well, a terrible, you're a Nazi, you're a fascist. The former director of the RNC, can't remember his name right now, but he he's on <laughs> stuff saying... Well, the kind of free speech that Elon Musk wants is dangerous. It's dangerous because it needs to be filtered. <laughs> it needs to be censored. This is the former, former chairman of the, chairman of the Republican the Republican National Convention. What's his name? Well, I thought you were um, going to say it's dangerous because it, it's dangerous because the Democrats don't want uh, you know, I see I you know <clears throat> Michael Steele. I, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I think there are, obviously there are certain things that should be limited in free speech. You know, you don't yell fire in a crowded theater unless there really is a fire. Well, but see, that's not limiting free speech. That's, that's creating a consequence for the choice. Free speech still exists. You can yell fire in a crowded theater. Yeah. You'll just have a consequence for it. Okay. That's, that's, that's Uh, the deal. I don't think you should be free of consequence. Okay, but what we're talking about is the removal of free speech itself. When you're talking well, about in this twist and, 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 and here's the thing. You know, they, they're talking about we need to relic, uh, regulate some of these things. And I'm like, well, the, what you're regulating is, you know, people's opinion. Right. And who's to say, and, and you're saying, well, you know, when uh, people with all kinds of degrees, you know, we had ran into this during COVID. Mm-hmm. Medical, highly uh, respected medical professionals with degrees from Habit and Yale and all like this were questioning Dr. Fauci and, you know, and being banned. Right. I'm like, well, now wait a minute. That's here. the very point. And yes, yes. That's what and, science is. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, you know, Dr. Fauci. Uh, you know, he was hearing the other day, and I believe it was 147 times he was asked various questions during the course of this. 147 times he responded, um, I don't recall that. Mm. I don't have any memory Did of that. Did he spend some time with I Oliver North? Yeah. So he went and, uh, you know, it was denied, 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 or uh, I don't remember. I 
I'm sorry, I don't. I'm I wasn't in that meeting. Well, regardless, he's of record. That's the biggest issue he's got is everything yeah. that's of record. Now it would take the the uh, mainstream left turning over that record, but or, <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, a lot of things he said he was saying, at, you know, during various other hearings and in interviews right. on. On uh, you know not just uh, NBC, CBS, ABC, MSNBC, CNN, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He was saying it on Fox too, right? right. And uh, that has since come into question uh, about things. And it's interesting, you know, with Dr. Fauci because we talked about this from the very beginning that when this whole thing started, mm-hmm. he was against mask mandates, right? For the simple reason that the masks that people have ready access to are no good against viruses. Mm-hmm. Viruses are too small. They get through the mask. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, you know, he did a complete turnaround on it. Oh, geez. Yeah. We got to, well, gotta have you, that. you don't have to dig deep in that rabbit hole to figure out why. I mean, he sent uh, an advice, one of his close advisors to China, one guy sent him to China to see how they're dealing with it. And they go total lockdown. The guy comes back, says we need to do total lockdown. And that's, you know, that's the answer. And and apart from masks, even that just <sighs> my point is he he took from the Chinese one guy's opinion who went to China to determine what we we're supposed to do. And well, there it is. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party has a different way of governing than do they most any other party, you they know, know, except for maybe North Korea. No, I mean, but and the Saudis and all like they? that. Yes. But do they? Yes. So yes. you really think the United States governs differently than China? Let me get back to you on that. Okay. <laughs> yes, though, is the answer. Well, I mean, although we're getting more and more toward Xi Jinping with uh, things that are uh, happening. But remember, you know, here was just recently, you know, they've gone through some of these various lockdowns in, right. in uh, China. And one of the most uh, recent where they were locking people in their apartments, mm-hmm. like welding the doors oh, yeah. shut right. the apartments. And there was a fire in a building, and it was uh, like a dozen people were killed. Including a baby. Because they could not, they were trapped in their apartments and could not get out because the Chicoms had welded their doors shut. Right. Uh, so if you're getting some ideas about how to deal with this, maybe from the maybe don't go to China. But we're that's that's my point. I I don't think the United the United States is a cabal. I mean, it is ran by a group of people that we didn't elect. That's just a fact. Right. And and here we are. And, and here's you know when I get so you know, frustrated, some of those guys that are doing that are those people that signed the, uh, you know, there's what was there about uh, fifty or so former you know, members of the intelligence community, mm. you know, your James Clapper and those right. idiots who were talking about, oh, they're talking about the Hunter Biden uh, laptop. Oh, this is, this is Russia disinformation. Mm. No question about, you know, they signed their names to all of this. This is nothing but fake news. It's not real. It's the Russians. And they knew every single bit of it was the absolute truth. How different of a life would you lead if there was no repercussion for anything you did? And your whole, your whole, like literally, there's no repercussion for murder. I'm not hmm. saying you would murder people, but I'm I'd saying. I'd have to think about that. Well, this is my point. There's a group of people where there are no repercussions. Yeah. Yeah. There's no deterrent to wrongdoing. And see, and most of those guys, even though they at, they out and out lied yes. about this, most of them, probably all of them, Still have a security clearance where they oh, can get all kinds sure. of stuff. Because they're like, still well. Now wait a minute. You know, shouldn't there? Of course. You know, you had Democrats in charge, so they're not. They're not going to right. revoke. You know, these guys' security clearances. And the problem is, there's not enough. Uh, there's not enough unbought uh, people in government oh, to change the truth, it. Right, yeah. and, and so the reality is, is that this is the world we're in and it's the world they make and we are serfs and all we will ever be are serfs. And, and the only, the only thing that changes that is the things that happen. I mean, you, you got to understand people like 
uh, that signed the Declaration of Independence. I don't. I won't go through the names. I just because I'll get them wrong. John Hancock. Well, is no. I, yes, he is. I'm, I mean, the next part of this, the qualifier. Several of the men that signed that Declaration of Independence were 18 and 19 years old, and we think of them like John Adams. I think was one that was 19. We think of them as old men because they're on the president. You know, the the. Um, Dollar bills or the pictures we've seen. Sure, yeah, yeah. But several of those people were 18 and 19 years old. The reason this country exists is because of reckless youth. And so we don't have that. What's well, the mean you know, average age in Congress? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, well, I mean, most of the Democrat leadership uh, team is in their 80s. Eight, exactly. You and know. It, but the thing is, apart from that, even just the people in this country, we have... And Republicans too, for that matter. Oh, absolutely, establishment also. for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But but the thing that, I, as I see it, the reason we are a hundred percent doomed as a nation, and maybe even as a human race outside of when I say hundred percent doomed, for those who know me, they understand that this is separate and apart from my faith because I think that's what wins out. But from a practical, uh, our our world is going to fall apart at a global level, and the AI statement that was made from GPT is is accurate. But it's not accurate by in, in terms of the basic human reality. For example, right now, what keeps you from killing another human isn't the, you know, I said a minute ago, what would you do if there's no consequences? You still wouldn't murder. Because what keeps you from murdering isn't just the repercussions of murder. It's that the human nature isn't designed to just kill another human. We recognize sentience. We recognize right. value of human life collectively but when you have corruption and and you know you go back in in you know look at bible and you look at cain and abel there's straight up corruption and cain kills his brother and for corruption sake i mean like you know he just that that was the end result he wanted some i don't remember the specifics right now off the top of my head but my point is is that's the first murder that we see in in the bible well it's not human nature to murder. It's not human nature to harm other human beings. But when we are faced with the temptation of having not, you know, if and this is why I think I fall into a libertarian mindset, why I fall into a almost a, a chaotic position when it comes to my politics, is because I actually believe that human beings left to their own devices actually do right the majority of the time. Uh -huh. And that we are more equipped as a collective to take care of things uh, ourselves. If someone tries to break into my house, I, I'm not going to call the police till after I've killed the person. I don't call them ahead of time. I kill the person for threatening my, I'm going to defend my family before I make a phone call. Sure. Right. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. so I don't need to worry about laws. If it's not illegal for him to break into my house, so to speak, and it's just the public square, let's say there was no law, <laughs> right? There's just repercussion. A guy tries to break into my house and hurt my family or take my things, and I kill him. Well, that's it. He's dead. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the Wild West. Exactly. I, I mean, you know, there was a lot of areas where, you know, you didn't have a whole lot of right. law and order. You had a lot of justice. Absolutely. But no real law and order specifically. Right. And that sort of thing happened. I mean, you could kill a guy for stealing your horse or well, sure. trying to steal your Absolutely. horse or your ironically, or whatever. Ironically, and you guys can all look this up, um, Joe Biden when he was in the Senate, uh, put forth a bill that, uh, 56 crimes, I believe is the number, um, would get the death penalty. Joe Biden, you know, <laughs> grandpa Joe back in the day did a whole lot of things that people are ignoring oh my now. Gosh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that that's one. And, you know, every now and again, you hear, you know, this, came up on Fox uh, the other day because he had said another one of his things that he says that makes no sense or that is an outright lie. Right. You know, when he was running for president, I guess, uh, maybe the first time, you know, this is back in the day a while where he was talking about how he was got, you know, was top of his class in law school, has went to three different universities, has three different degrees, had, you know, all oh, yeah. of this. And then it turns out didn't have any of that. No, none of it. <laughs> but he, instead of at the top of his law class, he was like fifth from the bottom. Right. And some, didn't even get you know, the degree. They, right. And then yeah. there's some, you know, who are like, uh, he didn't even go to school here. I don't know what he's talking about. Right. And you know, all that kind of stuff. And that this is my point. He's president. There's right. A, right. There's no repercussion. Yeah. And and it's not like he stopped doing that. 
He did it all through the campaign. Right. He, he does it today. Right. Nothing's ever changed. So there's no repercussion. Right. right. Because right. if the people who are running things want a certain thing, that certain thing will be. Period. And the only reason they make things look dramatic is because ultimately they are afraid of the masses. If the masses say no, <clears throat> if the masses stand up and say no, then it's over. Because there's no way that that small percentage can actually control the population. They have to do it through influence. And that's why you see what we see. And people like Kanye, who's gone off the rails right now, I... I don't know this with certainty, but I believe right now, even what he's going through, I think somebody has got, I think he's on chemicals. I think there's somebody in his handler group that's slipping him stuff because he's going nuts. Now, the reason I say that, because he was already weird, is because it was actually proven, proven that his former trainer was trying to do that. That's not even a question. And not long ago, like we're talking months ago, and... Um, and it came out because there was a series of texts between his trainer and him that went public. And and then you look at the, his trainer was an ex-Israeli uh, uh, special, uh, what was it? Not, intelligence. Special ops. Not special ops. Intelligence officer okay. who right. trained. And here's the crazy part. If you, I can't remember his name. So all this, you know, we're ter- I'm I'm terrible at telling these news stories because I'm get all i'm not a journalist anyway but this guy's former <laughs> a lot of people aren't these days <laughs> this guy's former <laughs> clients one of the people i remember was Brittany murphy Brittany murphy was an actress who died very young unexpectedly um also was an activist now a lot of actors are but um <clears throat> if you look at his client list i believe over half of them were hollywood elites who died before their time <laughs> oh wow yeah yeah Wow. And so you're sitting there going, uh, and the other ones were, have gone off the rails. Like they were like Britney Spears may have been one of them. If I'm not mistaken. And they have been chemically. The idea here is that they are chemically, uh, altering them because they're why they're people of influence who are waking the masses up and tell me Kanye is not that guy. Well, or was yeah, what well, was that guy? You know, maybe not so much uh, anymore. But you know, he and and you know, Kyrie Irving is probably an, another, another guy right. that you wonder about. And then you know, I don't know, I don't know if LeBron is on something or if he's just freaking stupid. LeBron's just stupid. He's because, a useful. Idiot. You know, did you see the news conference the other day? You know, this was, I guess, post game after a game or something, and somebody asked him about Kyrie and the comments, the anti-Semitic comments mm-hmm. that he had made. And LeBron started started talking about, I didn't even know this existed until he said something. And LeBron is going, well, you know what? I, I find it curious. I, you know, you guys are asking me all this stuff about Kyrie. How come nobody's asking me about that photo with Jerry Jones? And of course, I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. what photo is this? And then I found out, and I still haven't seen the photo, but the way it was described was it was a photo I, I guess in Arkansas, because that's where Jerry grew up, he was 14 years, this was 65 years ago, 1957. Right. right. Jerry was 14 years old, and they were trying to... Integrate the school. Integrate yeah. schools. And Jerry, the way it was described to me, and again, I have not seen the photo, that he was standing near a group of white guys who were blocking the entrance to the school where black children were... Uh, trying to get in. Right. And so the way I, and again, I, I want to make it clear, I have not seen the photo, but yeah. the way it was told to me was that he was near these guys. Yeah. And so it, not like he was standing with them or locked arms with them. So I don't know. I mean, you know, he could have just been there going, wow, what the, what the heck's going on here? May have walked away, and uh, you know I don't know. But at any rate, the point is, is, 1957. I don't know which one of these um, is Jerry Jones, but this is the picture. And I don't know. Like I said, I don't know which one would be Jerry Jones. But well, let's see. He wouldn't be wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat. I don't know. <laughs> um, this might be Jerry Jones. That's kind of got a. No, I, looks a little bit like him in the face. Wait, I don't me. know that. Maybe the guy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. But I, I guess somebody who does, you know, circled his space or whatever. But the point is, right. the point is, just in case, LeBron, if you're listening, the reason 
people were asking LeBron about Kyrie Irving was because <laughs> this is happening now. now. Yeah, yeah, that's it's why. happening now. Yeah, that incident with or whatever it was, fifty-seven, nineteen. 57. Same year 57. I was born, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. That's why I know it was 65 <laughs> years ago. And he was 14. Yeah. No, that's relevant, though. Come on, In Randy. Arkansas. Come on, Randy. No, I know it's relevant. I'm saying he didn't know what the heck he was doing. He's 14 <laughs> years old. Dude. You know, I didn't know what I, you know, yeah. I don't know. I can't even remember all the stupid stuff I did when I was 14. Right. You know, should you be. Well, I mean, you know, I guess if you murder your Did parents, you, see... you should be chastised for it. But if you're standing around doing something, all your, I mean, I come on. Well, and and did you, I just think it's ridiculous. Did you see the Steve Kerr interview? Uh, had... I've stopped watching Steve Kerr well, interviews. Smart. Otherwise, my television would be broken now because right. I would have thrown something in through well, it. Well, the most blatant. I awful used to really one. like Steve Kerr. I he don't made really anymore, Steve but... Steve Kerr made. Um, made Tucker Carlson's clip cut and he wasn't about NBA coaches. It's just, how do you not put this in? He's Steve Kerr was asked about, um, China, you know, as, as they, you know, reporters have to, I would love to be a reporter right now in the NBA. Love it. I would love to, for you to be a reporter because, right Oh my gosh. NBA. So, um, so he was asked about China and, and specifically, you know, what's going on right now, uh, that you brought up earlier, the different lockdowns and stuff. And, and his response was this, well, I don't know what's, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not in China, so I don't really know, but it doesn't seem like they have a lot of people shooting each other up with, uh, automatic weapons and shopping malls. No, they just have a government locking people inside their burning to death. homes, burning to death, which seems like a better policy. According to Steve Kerr, I, you know, see that's, uh, I just hate that. I just hate that. And, um, uh, but that's, that's who Steve Kerr is now. Yeah. And Steve Kerr, well, as far as a, I'm concerned, Golden State he, coach. Can, <laughs> he can move to China and they can right. lock him inside an apartment and then set it on fire right. as far as I'm concerned. And we'll see how much he likes that. Yeah. Just like Brittany Griner I now. Say, I was going to bring it over Brittany. in Russia. Same kind of deal. These folks go, well, you know, the U S is so oppressive. They yes. suck. I'm going to go play over here. Yes. Okay. What what are you doing? Guess You're spending what? what twelve years in a penal colony a for penal colony for in freaking, Russia? Uh, a C, teeny, not CBD, tiny but uh, marijuana oil in a vape. Yeah, and yeah. You're, you're twelve years here in the United States of America. Nothing would have happened. Nothing. Not even a fine. Right. Nothing would right. have happened over there. Twelve penal years. colony. That's right. Not just in jail. A penal colony. Yeah, she's working for twelve years. She's going to so, come out buff, bro. See, that's that's the thing. I mean, all these woke people who've always been here in the good old U.S. of A., mm -hmm. they love to trash talk it, love to say how terrible it is, love to say what a fascist, well, at least used to when Republicans were, in, when Trump was president. Right. Not so much anymore, I guess, now with Grandpa Joe, because he's an actual anything fascist. goes. Who I, I mean, you know, one of his best buddies was a grand poobah of the Ku Klux Klan. Right. Well, how many you times know, Robert he, Byrd, how many who times did he drop was, the in bomb on the floor of the yes, Senate? Yes. Not Robert Byrd. Biden. Joe Biden. Well, uh, Bobby Byrd did he do, did I'm too. sure. Yes, but and and you know, people get those are the Democrats. Right. People are gonna be people are gonna be shocked. The old ones, Randy. Remember I'm the sure party slipped. Well, I'm okay. They, Remember? Yeah, they hate everybody now. Yeah. But uh, always did. No, that, you know, and I've said this before, and I'm sure probably most people again. watching, they know the Democrats are the party of the Ku Klux Klan. Right. The Democrats are the party of slavery. Right. From Abraham know, Lincoln was a Republican. A Republican. Yes. That's such an inconvenient truth to quote Al Gore about I know. the. It is an inconvenient. Oh, you truth. know what, dude? Check this out. So I've been trying to go. To, this is just crazy funny to me. So I've been trying to trying out new podcasts to go to sleep to because uh, the one that I listen to it disrupts Lori's sleep significantly because it's the news and she gets all anxious and she doesn't want to hear it even though she's snoring when I start it. So I don't know how that works. But anyway, <laughs> so I go in and I'm like, okay, I want to listen to some George Norrie or Art Bell. 
you know, some old coast to coast AM stuff, right? Yeah. And so I do a Google search for George, or not Google search, but a search in the podcast for George Norrie. Um, like him a little better than art. Anyway, I found this one and it was Art Bell and they were talking about th- this particular episode was uh, the Nephilim and the Apocalypse, but it was from 2005. And so I thought, okay, so I've played it. And what's really crazy is hearing the headlines of the day, like we're talking today, but from 2005 and hearing Art Bell talk about the different things. Like, for example, how currently, I don't know if you knew this, but we should be under 20 feet of water at this point. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah, they, right. they start talking about the global warming stuff that had come right. out and uh, and that the the uh, Louisiana is devastated because of the 20-foot rise in sea mm-hmm. level. There mm-hmm. are no polar ice caps at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and this is 2005. Right. Right? This is right. 2005. And, yes. and yes. I mean, you're sitting there going, hey, <clears throat> uh, that didn't age well. <laughs> yeah, there, there's all kinds of things like that out there. And, you know, and we've also had... You know, over on the other side of that, there's been a lot of people talking about that we're, what we're actually headed toward is another ice age. Right. You know, not the the ice caps aren't going to melt. Going to they're expand. going to expand, and they're going to get back down into where they were back in the day, into here, into Oklahoma. Right. And I don't know that necessarily that either thing is going to happen, but all I know is both have happened in the past. Right. It has happened in the past before there was a whole lot of industrial activity mm-hmm. on the earth. Now. Yeah, before there now, was any industrial activity. Right. But there was a lot of methane in the air. You sure know, they're there getting was. they're they're all upset with farmers and ranchers because of, you know, cow farts. Right. Well, okay. Your regular cow and horses, they fart. They do. Yeah. So do we. But I don't. Way back in the day. There were dinosaurs. Right. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm guessing they farted also. Sure. So there was probably a lot of well, methane that got that, released into there. Yeah. Maybe that's what caused, you know, the retreat of the glaciers. Sure. Was all the dinosaur farts. Boy, wouldn't that be an amazing reality? <laughs> mm. Well, think about it. You know, they're talking now about cow farts and pig farts. Well, yeah. Well, but, dinosaurs. Yeah. And there's lots of extinct animals, period. Not just dinosaurs, yes, but other extinct animals. Are. So you have to right. start weighing this. Like, are we really, like, global population of methane-producing animals, has it varied significantly, or is it roughly the same as it is today in total number? You know, that's interesting because, you know, number one, in the dinosaur age, we had so many animals that were larger than what they are today. Right. You know, like today, an elephant uh, is about the largest land creature, I suppose. Wouldn't you say an elephant or something in, yeah. in that neighborhood? Yeah. Well, in the in the prehistoric days, we had dinosaurs roaming the earth. Saber-toothed tigers who are bigger than tigers of today, all like this. So, you know, if we're going to talk about methane and farts, well, you know, the dinosaurs were, maybe they were producing, because they're so much bigger, uh, they may have been producing as much methane as maybe now the human population produces. Right. We didn't have very many humans in those days. I don't know that we had any. Well, yeah. Now we have 8 billion. Well, yeah, take a look at this. I I brought this up because I thought this was interesting. If if people haven't seen this, the estimated global population, this is from 10,000 BCE to 2100. So obviously it's predicting in the future here. But I find this so interesting because you look at these numbers down here, you're talking about, and this is in, uh, uh, what is it, millions? Can't be, yeah, millions. Oh, okay. So, seven, so I started saying like eight people. What? No, yeah. So eight million. Well, that does it start? Million. Does it start with two? Uh, down here at the bottom, it does start with two. I mean, it means two million, but yes. It oh, okay. Well, you, I know you know what I, I was know thinking what you're about. Saying, right? Yes, Adam and Eve. Too. So, so, uh, so it doubles, right? Two, four, and then it goes to five million, then eight million, okay. and it just keeps growing. Okay, right. One hundred fifteen million in a thousand BC in year one. Uh, we have eight, 188 million people 
and it just keeps growing and you know by a couple but then we get over here now the 1500s is 461 million 554 million 1700 is 603 million 50 years later we've added 150 million now keeping in mind the united states population is around 350 million so we're not even talking about increases by our nation alone uh, 990 million. That's the first, well, that's still only 200 million or so. Now we have a, it, from 1800 to 1850, we have a pretty big jump of about 300 million, uh, a little shy of 300 million. And then you go from there, you go up to, uh, let's see 1.2. So about four, 4 million, 400 million people from 1850 to the 1900s. And then from 1900, you, you almost double, not quite, but you right. come close to doubling from 1900 to 1950. From 1950, there is 2.5 billion people and then 6 billion in 50 years. In 50 years, we go from yeah. 2.5 billion to well, 6 billion. Well, one of the main reasons for that is, you know, down here, the life expectancy of people, not very long because all kinds of things could kill you. And there was no medicine, really. You got all kinds of diseases. And then as you progress, and especially from 1850 to 1950, mm -hmm. you were starting to get some medical miracles, so to speak. A lot of drugs came in. And then from 1950 on, as mm -hmm. you make that jump, you know, a lot of diseases that we didn't even know what caused them, much less what could cure them. Right. Back in the day, well, now, you know, we were coming up with medicines and we were getting rid of some of these horrific diseases that were killing a lot of people and were limiting the life expectancy of people. Mm -hmm. Now, it's a, it's a little bit different. Well, Plus, the, you know, the longer that people live and the better health they might have, the more they're um, 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 procreating. I guess sure. that's a good uh, word that... Uh, you know, we could say here. I just and so there's more going on. But the vast majority of existence of humankind has been so lately. radically, huh? Has been lately. Well, yeah, lately, yeah, yeah. I mean, by by magnitudes of order. I right. Mean, it's it's an insane reality. Yeah. And and so I guess my point in saying any of this is it goes back to um, this population. It's not really about global warming as much as it is about our initial or our um, eventual demise, because there, it's a fair thought to think that there was pretty good balance until the 1800s on planet earth among everybody. And then, you know, human beings get to this point of dominance and become exploitive. Um, and, and now here we are, we're going to, you know, this is why, you know, you look at massive, I mean, think about this to get down to the levels, even just to get down to the 1800 levels, you're looking at less than a billion people on the planet. Now I'm going to bring up again, this is the 1800s. I'm going to bring up the Georgia Guidestones, which was blown up earlier this year, uh, that talked about maintained population of the planet below, uh, a hundred million, I think is the number it said, or something like that. Maybe it was 1 billion, but I, f I feel like it was a hundred million or 900 million or something. And so, you're talking about a decrease of baby, basically 99% of the population of the planet. That's a massive, massive decrease. I think it's coming. <laughs> well, if the Yellowstone volcano erupts, it probably will. I know, but and I want to survive other, it. And, and uh, various other I need to become a better prepper because I really want to survive it. Just out of curiosity and interest, it will be so interesting. My mind will be so engaged. Right now, I'm just in, I'm like, eh, I don't even care. Things are just so boring now. <laughs> Get well, up every day, try Yellow to make a dollar. If the Yellowstone volcano erupts, it probably won't be boring. But um, I mean, you say that. Well, I... I <laughs> okay, it probably won't be boring, but it No, won't because be. you'll be trying to figure out a, some way, somehow to survive. Oh, I won't have to figure it out. I'll survive. I'm Gloria Gaynor, baby. Okay. Okay. Have you ever read the book? Uh, actually, you probably haven't because it may have been written before you were even born. I'm well, trying I, to think of when it was written. The number of books I've read is small anyway. Uh, Lucifer's Hammer. Have you ever no, heard of that or read that book? Mm -mm. It's really fascinating, and it's about a uh, comet or a meteor, meteorite hitting the Earth. Mm. And the name of it is 
Lucifer's hammer. I see. And it comes in, and it's relatively, I mean, it's a planet killer. And it's about, it starts with the, uh, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, Lucifer's It's as hammer. if you have a producer on the show. It is, yes, yes. <laughs> There's Lucifer's hammer. And, uh, you know, it's it's about, uh, you know, the discovery of this meteor, comet, I think it was actually a comet, uh, that was coming in, and they realized, this is, we are screwed. There's nothing we can do about this. Mm. Uh, and it hits, and it does what you would think it would do, and so it's all about this group of people that you're getting to know as you're reading the book mm-hmm. and their attempt to survive as best they can when the world as they knew it is no longer there. It came out a year after I was born when it was published. Put, well, you know, see, I was close. Didn't I say it may not, you may not have even been born. So I'm right, right there, right you there were. in there. But it's a really good read. And uh, I mean, it's a long book. It's got, I don't know, five, 600 pages or, you know, whatever. But it was fascinating. I want to give a public just, service announcement about what you're talking about because my son has recently expressed this to me and told me this, and I didn't know, and I haven't done it yet. But you can go to the public library and get a library card, and when you get that library, you know about this, or anyone must say? That but you can get books there? It's even better. Yes. That's not new. <laughs> I mean, that's I been around. Yeah, I know about that. That has also been around <laughs> since before I was born. But what is new is they have an app where you can rent audiobooks on your phone, and you don't have to be anywhere locally. You, you just with your library card, you get access to thousands and thousands of audiobooks. I did not know about that. I didn't either. But he's read. Wow, he, he read about sixty awesome. books this year, and which was funny because I said last time I read that many books was one never, but two I got a free pizza for reading that much because of you know elementary school motivations. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so so if you haven't done it, you're the Oklahoma City. I don't know if everybody's like this, but the Oklahoma City Metropolitan Library. Go down there, get your library card, you get this app, and then you can do stuff and rent rent audiobooks, and presumably digital copies too. I, in fact, I'm sure you can do that. Like as for well. your Kindle or uh, whatever. It's probably specific to their app, but yes, for whatever device you read. That on. is very cool. No, yeah. I had no idea about that. I'm like, and, you know, you know, I'd, I'd listen to this book, dude. I I used to read all the time. I used to love to do that. Now, I mean, I can't, you know, it's been several years. You just pretty much read box scores at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now, I it's mean, you know, I, me. I watch, you know, on my iPad, you know, movies or TV shows or, you know, things like that. But I used to read books all the time. We should go after the show. We should go to, to a, a local library and get a library cards. Well, see, I live in uh, I live, live in, in Edmond. Edmond, but it won't matter. That's the thing. You don't have to be a resident. You can just get an Oklahoma City car. I don't know if Edmond does it, but my point is, is that it doesn't matter where you get it because it's an app. And I asked him. I said, "Do you have to be there?" You to know, get actually, it? I think it's by county. Is it maybe by county? By county. Well, in any case, I actually I still it. have a library card somewhere in my house because I used to go to the Edmond Library. And, you know, sometimes, if, you know, if I hadn't bought, you know, I'd go in there and look because, you know, I and would just like, oh, let me. Libraries are one of the most underrated survival areas in a post-apocalyptic world. People don't talk about libraries, but they're a really great place to go. One, you have lots of references on, you know, what oh, you, on how to do, how to survive. Things, sure, yeah. But two, you have lots and lots of kindling uh, for fires <laughs> and and mostly because anybody that has tax code. <clears throat> I mean, you can burn that, not even fret. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because you're not going to need to worry about it anyway. No, no tax code. This is part of it. This is what I've always talked about <clears throat> with the end of the world. It's like the simplicity of life. I mean, it's so easy. Your your job every day is to survive, and that's way easier than it sounds. Well, you know, I don't know if I'm on board with that. Well, that's all right. It may be easier for you. It's easier for you, too. But for well, people not, who for people who have... For people who think milk comes from the grocery store and not cows, right? I would think it's going to be extraordinarily difficult, if not impossible. Survival of the fittest, my friend. Yes, and a lot of people are not very fit. Well, that's, and would not be able to survive. I mean, I feel bad for them. That sort of, of environment. It's actually a better thing. See, because because they're going to go on to live eternal lives, and that's way better. So okay. go. Okay. They can just get a head start on. I'll give that. you that. 
I'll give you that. You know. And we may, and that may very well happen because, you know, we got all kinds of things going on. You know, whether it's Rudy Tootie pushing Lanny the red uh, button yep. or if it's AI destroying everything or if it's the Yellowstone volcano destroying everything. It's all gold. Uh, it's going to, you know, it's a very, it's a very uncertain <laughs> times. And, you know, really, if it, it was just me, you know, I, I'm 65 years old. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care. <laughs> but I have, I have two kids. I know. You can't and, think like that, though. You know, and you everybody sad. else has kids and stuff like that. And, you know, you don't know what, uh, you know, might go on there. And then you, then you think about all the, you know, the really young kids. And if my kids have kids, you know, what kind of, what are they going to be growing up in? Yeah. If anything. I mean, you know, they may be out trying to, you know, find some flint and start a fire or something or other. Mm. And not just because they're camping down at <laughs> Beaver's Bend. Well, yeah. But, you know, to just to be able to live. Yeah. You don't know. know what's going to be going on. But you really can't. Certainly, with, you know, some of the things we're talking about, you can't do anything about whether Rudy Tootie's going to hit the red button or if the well, Yellowstone right. volcano is going to go off or if AI is going to destroy the planet or at least all the human population of the planet, you know, it's not like we can do anything about that. No, me. and I think it's going to be, I think we're going to end up getting kind of a combination. It's like a Could whole, be, yeah, you know. Could be. How much time do we have left in the show? Uh, three minutes and 50 okay. seconds. Well, you know what? I'm done with gloom and doom. Well, Thunder basketball tonight, baby. Thunder won three games in a row. I don't care. Shea Gilgis Alexander is uh, like the third leading scorer in the NBA. Yeah. He's having a great season. Looks like he's going to be an all-star. I like the way things are going. I'm fired up about it. Well, you remember I said beginning of the season, they're going to have a 40-plus win season. They're well on their way. They're, they are. They're, I believe they're 11 and 13 now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had some games where they certainly could have you know, been victorious. Um, so I'm just, I'm kind of fired up about it. I'm going to watch the game tonight. You know, see old, uh, see the big Kiwi. Yeah. Uh, John Morant is an outstanding player. He he hasn't played the last few games, but my information this morning was that he is available to play tonight. So, and, you know, Memphis, Thunder and Memphis have always had, you know, they've been, rivals for a while you know yeah, because they, good, they had a lot up. of playoff series against each other back in the day zach rudolph man yo yes that dude and uh so and cole uh what's his name um well steven Coleman. adams and uh, you know the well i'm just thinking back in the day the their point guard what was their point guard's name um mike conley mike conley yeah conley yeah he was solid as a rock too and but i you know it was a fun Zebo, series. Zebo and uh, Stephen Adams had, uh, you know, that one game where, you know, Zebo got ejected. Yeah. And uh, so. I and mean, I'm that's... sorry, Zebo, but you're going to lose that one every time. He's yeah, a gentle it, giant, it, it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. So I'll be watching. Uh, I will be watching that tonight. I'm kind of, I'm getting more and more fired up about uh, Thunder basketball. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to watch it, but that's not uncommon. For me, I don't. Uh, I don't actually have a mechanism to watch. I don't subscribe to any services where I can watch it. So, and I'm not hurt by that. It's all right. All right. You know, well, I have. I, uh, I read box scores good too. Right, and, and I, you know, <laughs> I, you know, there's lots of times I fall asleep during the game because I got to get up so early. Exactly. And um, but I'll do that, and I do have. I have. Um, what do I have? Direct TV stream is oh, what I have now, and so I get Bally uh, Sports on there, and. You know, so I'll watch uh, the Thunder basketball. Yeah. And I can also watch my Strohs there because AT&T Sports Southwest. Oh, there you go. Is on DirecTV stream. Right. So I can I can watch that and, you know. Right. But it's and, not baseball season now. No. And for those of you listening who, you know, been very aware of my uh, longstanding employment with the Thunder as their sound guy, I have uh, decided to step away from that role. So I uh, no longer work for the Thunder, which means I can say a lot more things than I could say before. That's actually not true. I could say whatever I wanted before. But uh, you won't get in trouble now. Yeah, I definitely can't get in trouble for saying it. Yeah. 
but I've been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and now yeah. we're on we're on the or back really side. the whole fifteen years of the well, thunder. Th- definitely the last five. The first ten, it was just there. The last five, uh, been trying to find different replacements and stuff over the and and this year just didn't work out the way that uh, we had hoped as far as uh, scheduling and things like that. So um, yeah, so I'm not gonna be doing that anymore, and um, we'll have the freedom to gripe about them without repercussion or I'm, praise them, but not the, right. that would have repercussion. Right, right, so. and the you know the way things are going right now, I have at least as far as the the team yes as far as the inner workings that may be a whole different story but as far as the team itself the the thing that matters to anybody right (laughs) uh it's it's going pretty good right right now Uh, it may go all to trash tonight in Memphis, but you know we'll see all right we're out of time that'll do it for us this week if the yellowstone volcano doesn't blow up we'll join you again next Wednesday. If it does, you're on your own. (laughs) All right. I'm Randy Ritter. I am Jeremy Griffin. We hope to both be back next week for another edition of Scatter Shooting.